The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Everybody be cool. You be cool. Hello and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. And welcome to 2018. I hope you all had a lovely Christmas and New Year. Um, I'm joined this evening by Alex. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, so um, it's been it's been a, a, a different Christmas and New mm. Year since, uh, since the last show. Obviously, we were going to do one more, but... Um, the weather kind of kept it out and my car broke, so yes. that couldn't, that didn't help. Um, so we're coming back fresh as a daisy uh, tonight uh, in 2018, and we're going straight into overrated films. Now, this could get a little bit preachy, a little bit high horse, and a little mm. bit of a slating match, so you're being given fair warning now. Yeah. If that isn't for you, please turn <laughs> off. Although I would love you to stay listening, but if it's not for you, then you know it's not for you. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much. It's a massive, massive... Um, well, I just feel brilliant that you're all listening on the podcast, yeah. to be perfectly honest. Subscribers is brilliant. We've kind of hit past 25,000 now, something that like that, which is amazing. Yeah, we're, so We're building up slowly yeah, but surely. <laughs> absolutely. So thank you to all of you who are listening um, on the podcast. If you know anyone who would enjoy what we're doing, please share it. Get them, to, get them to subscribe and listen. If you haven't left a review, please do leave us a review. It'd be amazing. Um, if you could leave us a review, if you like what we're doing, um, I'm wearing this evening. I've got uh, kind of three layers of uh, film and TV show stuff. I have my hoodie on top, uh, my film and TV show hoodie with my badge, which is done by Mythical Studios. Um, I've also got my my jumper or my sweatshirt, <laughs> which is brilliant. Um, and then underneath, I've got my uh, I Speak Fluent movie quotes, all done by the amazing Sorella Print. Um, who are also sponsoring um, the Lowdown Film Festival that we're going to be doing, which you'll hear a lot more about that as the weeks progress onwards. But um, but yes, so thank you for, for those, Louise, at Sorella Print. If you do need anything custom, go and speak to them. If you need any pins or badges or even custom pops, go and see Mythical Studios because they do custom pops, which is awesome. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're going to get straight into our, um, well... High horse. Yeah, uh, yeah getting I, I, I on top really of that know. moral high ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let, let's get into it. So overrated films. There are tons. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just typed in overrated films in Google, and it's just like okay. <laughs> I, I think the majority were all from IMDb users who were just like, "This sucks. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks." Sod what Rotten Tomatoes, and that, that is what gets me right. Is Rotten Tomatoes? I people are like, "Oh yeah, but it's got this on Rotten Tomatoes. Who cares?" It's it's both the angel and the devil sitting on your shoulder like um it can inform you but you've really got to take everything with a pinch of salt because a lot the the same with anything uh with being reviewed online nowadays is it's far too easy for anyone to just jump online and review something and give a completely biased review 
uh, that's based on personal opinion rather than what they're reviewing. Um, so we in, we do end up with a lot of these uh, new movies coming out. Uh, you can take, you know, The Last Jedi, you can take the DC Justice League and Wonder Woman, and they've been getting completely sort of polar opposite reviews of what you think might happen. Uh, and a lot of the time you listen to these reviews and you either don't go to see something in the cinema when you should be supporting it, uh, and you end up, like, catching it on TV and going, oh, that was actually really good, I don't know why I never saw it. Or, likewise, opposite, you go and watch something because everyone's raving about it, and it turns out to be naff. Yeah, but the thing, see, that's what gets me with Rotten Tomatoes, is people take it, people take Rotten Tomatoes as gospel, Yeah, right? And I kind of look at it and I think, but people are either being, A, paid to go and see these films and be nice about it, to encourage mm-hmm. people to go and see it, who then realise it's a shitty movie, or... They're absolutely slating it because they haven't been given that opportunity. It's kind of like... Exactly. Okay, you, ne- you never ever, and it's always the critics or the reviewers, in inverted commas, that do it and get given that, that absolutely golden opportunity to really be honest about film. And they basically like, well, if I slate it, I won't get to go back. But if I say it's great, they'll let me come back because I gave such a... And you just yeah. kind of think, but that's not how it works because there are people out there that will do reviews and will be like, you know what, that film sucked. Or that film was yeah. really good. You know, and... There are, I mean, you've only got to take The Last Jedi. You've got people out there that say it absolutely sucks and it goes against everything that um, has been before it. it. But then you've got people that absolutely love it and Mm. say that they've moved it forward. And I can see it from both perspectives. I've seen it twice now in cinemas and... Uh, if, if we're sort of speaking about this briefly, uh, there are it's it's not a perfect movie, uh, but it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, and plenty of people online are. Um, and here's a funny thing: I went online the other day to watch YouTube reviews about it, and so many people are going, "Well, Luke shouldn't do this." And if I was writing the story, this is what would happen. And it's like, well, you're not. You're not writing the story. You're watching a movie and. If you don't like it, that's fair enough, but you don't rate it 2 out of 10 because you simply don't believe that Luke Skywalker would do something like that. Yeah. It's just it's just a new direction they've taken it in. See, you can't control it. See, that's what annoys me because when I do when I do my reviews on, on things, I review it not whether I like it or not, but mm. what I actually see. So cinematography, writing, delivery, you know, mm. is this, does the script hold water? Is it, you know, is it weightable? And... and People will just sit there and they, I've, I've read reviews recently, right, on, on films yeah. and it's like, I don't like it, so I'm going to give it one out of ten. Yeah. Like, but, so what? Because you don't like it. Why don't you like it? Let's be specific here. Yeah. What don't you like about it? And you read their review and there's absolutely no substance to it. Yeah. It's literally just like vitriol. It's just like, what are you... Seriously? Yeah, it's, it's just unreal. Yeah, and we'll get into this in terms of our overrated yeah. list because there are a lot of uh, movies that are out there that are hyped... Uh, and have won Oscars uh, and Academy Awards and things like that, only to, when you look at it subjectively, you you can't see anything out of the ordinary that should have won them anything. Yeah. Let's let's start with that, right? The one that that I'm I'm thinking of for that (laughs) is La La Land. Now, I'm sorry, okay? It's literally Greece for the 2017s, 2016s, and it was criminal that that one best picture... I think that's what it won, Best Picture, instead of Manchester by the Sea. Because yeah. Manchester by the Sea is a powerful film. It is brilliant. The cinematography is spot on. The shooting locations, the script, it's all strong. Whereas La La Land is just Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling dancing around like ponces. Yeah. Um, it's 
not surprising it it takes no risks um la la land itself is uh had as you said emma stone and ryan gosling both of whom have had previous um experiences with singing either their current professional singers or they have been in the past yeah uh, and they've had experience of dancing so it's literally just the safest movie i've ever seen made and the music i can't remember yeah but the music isn't even that good exactly anyway the the the, the lyrics aren't great and it it riles me because there's a couple of songs in moana and i know it's a disney <laughs> film right yep. but there are a couple of songs in there that the lyrics really speak to you mm. you know maybe not as a child but as an adult there's quite a lot of the songs that that actually have some real deep meaning and the writing obviously took a lot of work for them to be, especially with the language barrier and everything, took yeah. quite a lot of effort. And it, It's not a crazy thing to say that um, Disney movies can win awards because we've seen it in the past. So yeah. um, I do think there's a bit of a stigma attached to awarding animated uh, movies uh, awards over live action for some yeah. reason. Um, but I don't understand why. No. Uh, I think it's just a case of the sort of age of the people that hand out these awards uh, and the sort of way that they do look at the films um but in terms of yeah i completely agree with you i think moana not only had better um better music throughout i think it had more varied music throughout yeah and far better acting even though obviously the actors were probably in mocap suits or their faces just sort of digitally not scanned it, in. they weren't even that they yeah. were they were all drawn and they were just yeah. standing in a booth speaking yeah but you can even feel that and with la la land i just felt nothing when i was mm. watching it i was kind of like i don't i don't get it what what's so great about this it's like watching um a, a cheesy version of grace and grace is cheesy already mm. i mean the songs were poor the acting emma stone was she was good yeah, she's, um, and she's always a good actress, though. Yeah, so. she's but she, like you say, she's still safe. She's very, mm. she, you know what you're going to get with Emma Stone. It's never going to change. It's always going to be the same with Ryan Gosling. To be yeah. fair, like despite the fact that he has been in a number of really good films that I've enjoyed watching, like um, uh, A Place Beyond the Pines yep. and uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the other one. Uh, it was very similar. Uh, where it was a uh, driver? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. I can't remember what it's called. Oh. But um, yeah, he's been in a number of ones and he can portray different characters. Uh, he was in The Nice Guys, which was uh, yeah. Shane Black, I think, directing. Yeah. Uh, and that was a fantastic movie. Um, but again, uh, those were sort of pushing his acting skills, I think, uh, to appear as different things. And this just felt like a big step back for him in terms of just playing the nice, nice guy. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was just like you say, it was a safe film. There was no... There was no real... didn't look like there was any real effort for me. I didn't feel mm. any connection to A, the characters, B, the music, or C, the script. I just kind of watched it and mooched along. I was kind of like, do you know what? No. And and when it won, I was like, are you joking? Because I loved Manchester by mm. the Sea, and I thought that that was actually an underrated film, mm. Manchester by the Sea. But, but then that, that's me. Um, so, yeah, so that that's my... That, that's my main gripe, I think, <laughs> uh, La La Land, because I, I read so many people like, oh, it's amazing, it's the best film ever. Yeah, there yeah, was a lot nah. of rave reviews, but um, again, it was just, I think the same thing that we've been saying is uh, a lot of people uh, saw it and they were like, oh, this is a really pleasant film. Oh, it's bringing a lot of sort of memories from my childhood back when I did used to see Greece and uh, when musicals were quite a big thing on TV. Uh, and 
and that is not a reason to rate a film highly because it plays on um, your childhood uh, memories. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what Jurassic World tried to attempt, and I think that was far too blatant. Yeah, yeah, it was, and I thought that was overrated. But mm. I mean, I've I've done one. Yeah. I'll let you pick one. Okay, so um, I have a personal gripe with the director, and it's James Cameron, and most of his stuff is highly overrated including titanic and avatar especially oh do you know what titanic a three-hour film about a boat that we all know sinks yeah seriously who cares and there are people that love it um and will watch it every time it's on tv and there's been how many how many times it's been re-released on dvd and blu-ray and special editions and i know 3d editions and i think even when 3d was just becoming a thing they released it in the cinemas again and i I refused to put more money into that awful film. But it's, it's, it's not even that it's about a boat that sinks, and we all know it sinks because it's historical. Yeah. It's just awful. There are so many gaps in the plot, if you can call it a plot, let's be it, honest. It's it's just a romance story that just so happened to take place on Titanic, and that is the worst part about it because I quite enjoy history movies, but this is the one where the history gets put aside for these two very attractive 20-somethings uh, and this forced class struggle that's just atrocious and there's some really bad supporting actors in it that don't do Leonardo uh, or Kate Winslet's characters any help. See, there are only two good things about Titanic and they both belong to Kate Winslet. <laughs> I was going to say uh, the iceberg is one because <laughs> no. you, you know the movie's coming to an end. Well, yeah, no, it's just they both belong to Kate Winslet. Yeah, um, that is the only decent thing. It, it the script is poor, the the shooting is really really bad, really juddery in places. It's really kind of unstable. I know it's supposed to be on a boat, but it's not on a boat. It's in a studio. There is no reason why it should be shuddery unless it's in like a first person like. Um, that uh, that Henry film, Hardcore Henry or Hardcore Harry, whatever it is, yeah. where he's jumping around and it actually is kind of like being on a body cam. It shouldn't be like that, and it was really, really bad. I mean, you don't even know that those people existed, let's be honest. there's no The only real historical bit about it is an iceberg and a boat. Yeah, and the, the rest of sinks. it is all contrived. Yeah, and the rest of it is all just made up. Anyone can do that. You know, you can pick... Uh, the Hindenburg and just do a love story on the Hindenburg. Exactly. It you won't even changed it. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous. But no, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's um I believe uh, I also found out a reason why that movie was made. Um and it was basically James Cameron had to pitch a movie idea to the studios in order to fund his own personal submarine trip. To the Titanic. To the Titanic. Yeah. Uh, yes. and he just so happened to create a movie around it that did successful uh so but, he could he could use his personal submarine to dive yeah. to the bottom to it see was just the a jolly. Yeah, that's literally yeah. He's he's a pretty bad actor, but he uh, uh, director, director even. But but then he's no Michael Bay, <laughs> Mister. I'm gonna blow shit up, and uh, that's all I'm gonna do. That is that's it. Uh, explosions and uh, the American flag. <laughs> oh, and loads and loads of really piss poor CGI. Yes, yeah. Because his films are literally CGI, explosions, and the American flag. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's the winner. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't even you don't need anything else. That is the plot. There's going to be an explosion. There's going to be some CGI, and you're going to see a flag somewhere. And 
there are some Michael Bay films that I like, which are Bad Boys uh, 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, but they still are, explosions. They are still explosions. No CGI, are. but loads of explosions. There's not too much gratuitous patriotism in those movies either, which is nice, but it's, yeah. it's still very America gun, gun-ho. Um, and yeah, the after that, after the Bad Boys series, it just goes further and further downhill with Transformers, Armageddon. Yeah, I, but I liked Armageddon. Everyone likes Armageddon, but it is an awful movie. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> an awful movie, but you you would sit there and watch it. Yes, but it's but but Michael Bay is, uh, and both James Cameron are both awful, awful people, mm. and they are they are overrated, and yeah. most of their films are are overrated. Oh, Pearl Harbor. Oh. oh no, let's let's just not <laughs> let's just not go into that because that's just oh that's just contrived bullshit. Um, right, let's play a bit of music and then we'll be back. I was five and he was six. We rode on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. He shot me down. Bang, bang. I hit the ground. Bang, bang. That awful sound. Bang, bang. My baby shot me down. Dempsey, you're listening to the film and TV show with Richard S.
There we go. So that was two uh, songs from some very overrated films there. So you mm. had Bang Bang, Nancy Sinatra from uh, Kill Bill, Volume yeah. 1 and Volume 2 and 3, 4, 5, 6, whatever <laughs> we bloody well did. Um, and that was uh, Meet Me at the Equinox, Equinox, whatever. And that was from um, an abomination of uh, films that I want to talk about <laughs> that are completely overrated. And that is a Twilight series. And I know that you yeah. said in the break that you liked yeah. the first well, one. Well, I... There was there was a time when I was not so wise with my movie choices. Yeah, no. Um, no, it was... There was... The first original Twilight movie was something interesting. 
Uh, we hadn't had that many teen movies back then, uh, and it was a sort of low-budget uh, interpretation of a novel that I'd never heard of, but I'd yeah, heard Stephanie was, Mayum. Yeah. yeah, and I'd heard of, like, oh, it was a vampire movie, so, you know, I was, uh, what was it, 15, 16 at the time, probably around that age, and I uh, just thought, I'll give it a go, go and watch it, see what it's like. Uh, and I I watched it, and there was certainly, it was obviously not for me. <laughs> it was no. not uh, meant for my, uh, I was not the tar- target audience. But there was certainly uh, some really interesting things that they did with it. Uh, and yeah, what like, what, like the ending? No, actually more like the cinematography. Like Yeah, the cinematography was good. Yeah, but... apart from the weird sparkly vampire chest that that was that threw yeah. me i was like what that's not a vampire that's a disco ball <laughs> um <laughs> but there was there was some really interesting cinematography in it uh there was a good choice of like uh indie music at yeah uh, the, in, the music was yeah. amazing i mean i picked that one because i actually really like that song i, I think mm. it's quite a good song um there was you obviously have the the soppy love songs and stuff in it yeah. but i mean you know, you don't get the hashtag still a better love story than Twilight for no reason. Yeah, it is it, it is an absolute pile of rubbish. It is I think, horrific. I think it's um, the same problem with a lot of these uh, adult, or sorry, young adult novels is the fact that the writing's not very good. So you've got the basis, the main thing of the movie uh, is not well written. No. And then you give it to maybe some... Uh, well, all credit to the first director, I think. Uh, I can't remember the name of the first no, Twilight, but no. she obviously tried to save it with what sim- cinematography she could, uh, and the location was fantastic. The two actors, the two male, uh, two male uh, main actors. Well, to be fair, though, she could be passed as a male, be, let's yeah. be honest, because she's got the personality of a brick. Yeah, the two main actors were atrocious. Um, they cast, like, uh, Anna Kendrick as a, a supporting role. And I know, right? That was just ridiculous, um, especially considering where she is now in yeah. terms of the pitch perfect. But you have Martin and Sheen in them as well, and you just think, oh, Martin, 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 what did you do? You <laughs> sold your soul yep. to be in that pile of rubbish. Yeah. And uh, uh, who else you have? Taylor Lautner. That was his launching career and his diving career. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think he kind of peaked. And then and disappeared into that movie. Yeah, just like disappeared. There yeah. was there was some really weird choices of actors that decided to you know join in. There was the Mister Robot guy from yeah. uh, Amazon. He was in one of the last ones. Um, Jamie Campbell Bower, who's quite a uh, well, he's not done much, but uh, you know he's he's one of those people that you see in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But they are so overrated, and yet yep. people go absolutely crazy for them. And I just think, I, I don't know why, because the writing's poor. Like you say, the basis for it is even is bad. I yep. mean, I, I can think of one that's even worse. Hunger Games or Maze Runner? No, they're, they're still bad. Yep, yep. But no, there's one that's even even worse. Uh, the Mortal Instruments. No, that's no, not I'm, even, I'm a, just, that's not even as bad. I'm just throwing out movies here. No, no, this is more erotica. Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, what an absolute yeah. pile of shite. That but, is, um, that's Twilight fan fiction, apparently. I, I can tell. Which is, yeah. Exactly. Because it's just awful. But the Twilight series, it's, the, the books aren't brilliant anyway. There are actually some spelling mistakes and some grammatical errors in mm-hmm. there as well. Um, so that doesn't help the fact that the writer, who writes for a living, can't even spell correctly or even use correct punctuation or grammar. So, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, go with that. And then the the acting, I, I for me, the acting kills it. I mean, you've got Kristen Stewart who couldn't break a smile if you bloody forced her to, and Robert Pattinson, which is you know, you know, English actor. You would hope he would do well. And they literally just get some talcum powder, chuck it on his face, and say, "Hey, you're a vampire." Yeah, it's um, he. He has shown himself to be a half decent actor in some of the later stuff he's done. Yeah, um, it's just a shame. Uh, I would guess that it is part in part down to the in- initial direction that they were given yeah. in terms of the characters and the character development. But it certainly did seem like they basically just hired a load of models and told them to stand in front of a. Uh, camera and look pretty and that was it yeah it 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 wasn't great and you know it's completely overrated and for those people out there that like it that's fair enough you are well entitled to your opinion i think it's crap uh i think it's all i think it's awful awfully written i think it's awfully produced i think Mm -hmm. the acting is wooden i think the uh, delivery of said rubbish script is delivered even worse and there is just Although they dated for a while, there seems to be no chemistry mm. between the two main characters. Taylor Lautner just kind of flits in between and it's kind of like um, jumps in, is a little bit antagonistic, but then kind of flitters out again. And then and then the story just starts getting weird. It's also, uh, it does one of the main plot points that I absolutely hate in movies. Uh, actually, two main plot points. One is uh, it does not uh, kill any of the main characters nope. uh, because it has too much of a fear of uh, basically alienating a fan base that follows that character. Yep. Uh, and number two is killing off characters and then revealing it's a dream sequence. I know, right. That was <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way, that's at the end of the last film. I would have loved that to have been the ending. Oh, that would have been perfect. I walked into there having read the book so i knew exactly what was coming uh, and then they threw that sort of spanner in the works and i suddenly was like was absolutely amazed and i thought i was in for a real treat that the director had just taken it uh, and thrown it out the window and just done what he wanted yeah. um, because i believe the last one directed was uh, was directed sorry by uh, just bringing it up uh, david slade uh, yeah. who did 30 Days of Night, which is... That was a brilliant film. That, that is a vampire movie. That is a vampire movie. Yeah, that's Josh Hartnett, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah love that. Set in the, the town in Alaska that only gets uh, that gets 30 Days of Darkness, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. it's, it's dark, day and night. Yeah. It was Brilliant fantastic. film. Love that film. Mm. Yeah, loved it. Probably underrated, actually. Probably one not many people have seen. So yeah. find it if you haven't seen it, because that is a good film. Um, go on, then. I'll let you pick, a, I'll let you pick another one that's okay. overrated bringing out my list <laughs> yeah see that's how bad it is we've both got lists yeah, in front of us lists. um lists so okay so i'm going to pick on actors now and uh my first my first um selection is johnny depp because everything that he's been in recently has just gone from gold to mud in his hands and yep. it started okay ish with the pirates of the caribbean i think that was his Again, his sort of rising platform uh, going from, uh, well, if we go back in time, uh, I would say a really overrated film is Edward Scissorhands because yeah. I can't stand that movie. No, that is really, really overrated. It's a good film. It's not as good as people say it is, though. It's it, it, it lacks any real, uh, it lacks anything different. I mean, mm. it's a guy with scissors for hands, brilliant, but it's still a love story. Yeah, and it's just... Um, 
I just like grew sick of Tim Burton fairly quickly when you notice that all of his stuff is gothic and dark and nothing changes. And Tim uh, Burton usually casts one of two people, which is Helena Bonham Carter, his wife, or Johnny Depp. Yeah, but he's married to Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, his ex-wife. Or his ex-wife now. Yeah, yeah they split up. But, but um, yeah, it was just it was just trash and yeah, uh, it's sort of the typical Frankenstein story that you know the monster that isn't loved by anybody but one person loves them and yeah yeah it's it's just awful and it continues with johnny depp's career you've got alice in wonderland you've got charlie in the chocolate factory don't even talk to me about charlie in chocolate factory that guy ruined it for me i'm sorry gene wilder will be turning his bloody grave at that yeah it's it's true it's an absolute disgrace to the original one one i I think there was a black and white one but but we're talking about gene wilder yeah yeah um and thought generally he was a just a one-trick pony he just you know dressed up funny and uh it turns out pirates of the caribbean got a lot of attention uh and i think that was the first one that was directed where he wasn't just a comedical hero he was actually literally on the balance between is he a hero is he a a villain villain? yeah because he did bad stuff in the first one he was really clever with that because he didn't actually take a salary he he took ten percent of the profits. Yeah, guy made a killing. Yeah, and, and it's fantastic. Um, and then suddenly everything became Jack Sparrow. Um, yeah, we got Tonto, we got um, other things. Django, like, the lizard. The li- lizard, not the uh, <laughs> Django and yeah, not Django Unchained. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but the lizard. Yeah, um, yeah. it was just everything that he could do, he did do, and nothing really carried the same sort of. Um, don't know the same effort that he used with jack sparrow and yeah. you could tell that the the last couple of pirates of the caribbean movies have just been sort of ironically uh, unable to swim and have drowned <laughs> yeah but then it's kind of like he's taken that jack sparrow character and has embodied it in real life because he always looks mm. off his face yeah always i saw a i saw a recap of him on graham norton over the weekend and he just and it was an interview with him and he just looked off his face he yeah, literally his, looks like he is pissed up all the time his personal life uh, has been quite um public recently uh with his split from his most recent wife uh, and miranda's uh, amber oh no amber, amber heard that's yeah. it amber heard and uh there's been some rumors about like domestic abuse and everything but uh it regardless of that like yeah. his acting has been terrible there have been rumors that he, on set he arrives either late or drunk not, or thing, yeah. things or not like at that. all i think on one of the parts of the caribbean he didn't turn up for a week yeah he went awol yeah so yeah no i would go with that i think johnny johnny depp is overrated yeah. um absolutely um one more f- film i want to throw in before we play a little bit of uh, a little bit of music is uh, skyfall yeah yeah and pretty much <laughs> any james bond film after pierce brosnan really i think daniel um, craig it, it, even Not Die very Another good. Day was... Well, I'd say Die Another Day was awful. I'd say Casino Royale was refreshing, uh, but... Yeah. Sky. I, I, personally, I think Skyfall is the worst of the lot. I I thought yeah. it was contrived. I thought it was... Um, I do believe it's overrated, but I don't believe it's the worst because there are some good elements to it, especially uh, Javier Bardem's uh, portrayal of uh, Silver. 
Yeah, see, I like Javier Bardem, and he was actually very good in... Was he in the last Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. Yes, he was. He was very, very good in that. Yeah. I thought he was good. He plays the villain perfectly. Yeah, he does. Um, he's just got that, that those mannerisms. He's an underrated actor, in my yeah, opinion, because absolutely. he doesn't get the roles he deserves. No, because people like Johnny Depp get it. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's basically uh, who's more attractive. Yeah, and he's not exactly the best attractive, but it doesn't matter. He's he's a talented, talented actor. Mm. Um, but anyway, I hate Skyfall. I thought the writing was poor. And what annoyed me the most is that they basically took one of the most overrated singers in the world to do <laughs> the the theme tune. I mean... <laughs> is that the epitome of... Uh... Overrated in your opinion. It, it just there. makes it even worse that they've taken an over they've taken already an already overrated film, stuck mm. an overrated singer on it, and we're like, hey, yeah, check out this song, and it is diabolical. And I'm going to play it for you guys so you guys can hear it. So, um, because I just want to give you the full force <laughs> of of the overratedness of it because it is just terrible. But um, but yeah, I, I didn't like the writing. I didn't like Daniel Craig. I thought he was very wooden in that one. He kind of seemed like he didn't care. It was getting to that point anyway with uh, his portrayal of James Bond that it seemed more like just cashing in rather than um, yeah. uh, an actual job that he was supposed to be doing. But I like Ray Fiennes. I like yeah, him. He was I think good. he's good. And yeah. I think the guy that plays Q, the young lad, mm. he's pretty good. Um, I'm gutted they killed off Judy Dench, Judy Dench as, yeah. uh, as M. I thought that was terrible. But uh, that was an awful, awful decision. But um, but yeah, I just thought that it was it was very contrived, very uh, very wooden. The direction wasn't great. Some of the action sequences were very lacking. They were they were obvious. They weren't. There was no real um, there was no real danger. I will say that um, I did quite like the. Uh, I, I didn't mind the soundtrack. Have no problem against Adele. I do think she's a little overrated in terms of her sing- singing quality. But I'm no professional singer, so I can't really judge there. But then again, I'm no film director, but I still I still seem to uh, judge quite hardly on there. Um, but I do agree that it's it's definitely not my favourite James Bond. Um, I don't even think any of the Daniel Craig James Bonds uh, rate in my top ten James Bond no, movies. Nor mine. Um, I think they're all sort of mediocre, uh, but I do think I enjoy watching Skyfall because it's a little, uh, I don't know, it's a it's a little less serious. Uh, I can tune out for most of it because I know how the story goes Yeah, because it's quite simple. Um, there are glaring plot holes and scenes that don't even need to be in that movie. Yeah. Um, but then again, I can just tune out and, uh, you know, do something else like read a book. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there is that. But... But yeah, it was just I just feel that, that that's overrated. Mm, so, definitely. Um we're gonna play some songs and then we're gonna come round come back and we're gonna do a round robin of <laughs> uh of overrated films and why in uh as little time and as little words as possible to get through as many as we can. So uh, enjoy the music and we'll be back in a minute. Like a 
and you are listening to the film and TV show on Herald Radio.
Yep, sings like an angel, talks like dirt, <laughs> um, uh, but it's still overrated anyway. So that um, is the song from Skyfall. So we're going to do a quick round robin um, of our uh, on, on our list. I'm going to go through a couple. You go through a couple, yeah. then vice versa. And you have to say why, why in as little words as possible. You can't just say rubbish. You have to elaborate. <laughs> okay. You have to elaborate slightly, but we can't interrupt each other. We just have to go straight for it. Okay, okay. Yeah. so I'll let you go first. So do do three, and then I'll do three. Okay, so uh, Rogue One, um, uninteresting, uh, dull storyline with predictable ending. Um, only saving grace is a Darth Vader three-minute scene. Um, next one, probably the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, totally unsavable. Uh, uh, a unfunny cast trying to be funny with completely the wrong aspect of what made the originals great um what else what else oh hostel a complete gore uh gore driven movie uh directed by a director who should know better um but doesn't so just creates something that is totally forgettable and one of the worst horror movies i've ever seen okay so my free juno michael Sarah. Um, Taron, any uh, million dollar baby? Yeah, that's literally for Juno. Michael Sarah can't stand him. <laughs> um, million dollar baby, boring, obvious, 
It's a chick that boxes um, and breaks her neck. Unoriginal, boring. Um, <laughs> really feel that Clint Eastwood could have done better. Yeah. To be honest, um, it's no Gran Torino. Um, Lord of the Rings, boring. Oh, oh boring. Come on. No, no, you can't. You can't <laughs> jump in. Sorry. Boring. It's just three films of people walking. And if you want to <laughs> oh. know how I really feel about it, you need to look at um, Randall's speech from Clark's Two. Just type in Randall, Clark's 2, Lord of the Rings. That's exactly how I feel. Okay, I'm fighting back for this one. Green Lantern, <laughs> rubbish CGI, rubbish main actor, and uh, terrible storyline. How's, how's that for you? <laughs> um, Chicago, it's a uh, awful, awful uh, conversion from a great theatre uh, piece into what is a dreadful main cast who can barely sing to save their lives. Um, What else? Um, I love it, but I'm still going to say it. Uh, Pitch Perfect series, uh, they've gone gradually downhill as they've gone on. The third one is terrible. Yeah, I can imagine the third one is is terrible. I will agree with you on that. I love the premise of Pitch Perfect films. They're overrated. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Gravity. Yeah, just hate it. It's poor, poor graphics, poor cinematography, poor production, poor writing. Sandra Bullock may as well have stayed at home or redone Miss Congeniality. Uh, Some dog millionaire. It's basically who wants to be a millionaire but film version. Danny Boyle literally should have stayed at home. It was terrible, terrible film. Um, the writing was atrocious. The uh, acting was really, really wooden and poor, and it just didn't speak to me at all. Um, and Kill Bill mm. hate Kill Bill I think it's uh, self-serving I think Tarantino is uh, overacting it he's over-egging it he is basically just overdoing everything on it it's so it's so pointless the, um, the uh, what is it the Fox Force 5 and all that crap yeah. and the and the like <laughs> music type. no it's just it's it just it's just ridiculous, just terrible, 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 terrible. Okay. Um, Fast and the Furious series. After this, uh, I think it was floundering on the second one, and it's been trying to keep its head above the water ever since. Uh, I think if you honestly uh, enjoy these movies um, for anything other than just a uh, time-wasting popcorn movie, then you really need some help. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think generally, uh, what other movies have I got on my list? Um, Saving Private Ryan uh, this is a bit of a, a thing with the same Titanic theme uh, it's a made up story uh, when there are fantastic real stories that happened during World War 2 that could have been told instead of this one I think it uh, just has a lot of stereotypes in it a lot of um, uh, wooden acting by the supporting cast the only notable actor in it is Tom Hanks and um, finally, my last one, I think I will choose um, Bridesmaids. Uh, it's a rubbish comedy, again, with similar cast to Ghostbusters, uh, and it's all the same problems with an unfunny story, just unfunny people, and there's literally nothing that saves it, not the cinematography, not the music, just complete blur. Yep, okay, my last three then. Um, I'm going to go for Dunkirk. Yep absolute tosh um it was a poor man saving private ryan it was completely um it, it was just 
support. I mean, the action sequences were great and the, the cinematography was amazing, mm. but the the script or, or lack thereof was was bad. The uh, casting of um, that guy from One Erection. Um, Direction. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, Harry Styles was uh, was awful when you have Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh, and uh, Tom Hardy in there as well. And I thought the just the overall feel of the film was just terrible. Absolutely hated it. Um, I really like this film, but I'm going to say Wonder Woman. It was overrated, massively mm. overrated. Um, it was a good film, but it has too much of a feminist uh, underlying to it. It's too much trying to throw feminism in your face. Like we get it, we understand. It's it's good. It's all it's all good, but. Let's not use a, fo- a a film platform to chuck it in people's face. And it's, yeah, it's, I think with all of these movies that we've mentioned so far, the main thing is uh, people have cheered about them. People have absolutely celebrated them. But in the end, can you remember them? No. Other than the names, you cannot remember them no. because you just look back on uh, Wonder Woman. You look back on, um, in my opinion, Rogue One and things like that. And they're just empty. They're empty shells uh, where you've got maybe one or two things that direct your attention to them, uh, and then the rest of them, it's just it's not there. The script isn't there, or the or the general uh, flow of the movie's not there. Something will be missing that just makes them uh, subpar and uninteresting, other than the bright, flashy lights that are appearing in front of our eyes and telling us that there's action and. Uh, everything i think the best the best uh, way to determine this is uh watch a movie and if you ever feel like the main character is in danger then that's a good movie yeah because films are safe now yeah where the main characters don't get killed and i have very high hopes for infinity war um that they're going to kill mm. off a couple because if they don't it's an absolute travesty yeah because they should kill at least 3 of them yeah at least 3 of them um, and they all happen to be the ones that have their contract running out. So, you know, <laughs> it kind of seems the best time to do it. Um, there'll be tears if they do it, but it's the right time to do it, mm. I think. Um, so, yeah, so that leads us to the end of the show. That's that's another hour, another hour Fantastic. gone. It's, um, it's not been as, as preachy or as, as film-hating as I thought it would be, actually. Thankfully not, although I think I threw a couple of the... Uh... <laughs> I think Saving Private Ryan might anger a few people. Twilight will anger quite a few people as well. Mm. I, I imagine we'll get some hate mail at some point. But hey, you know what? Each to their own. You're allowed mm. an opinion, so am I. If you say it, I'm not, then you're just being a dick, yeah. um, basically. So it's an opinion. That's the, that's the way it is. So um, so yeah, so next week to uh, kind of coincide, well not coincide, but because I want to do it, um, with The Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman I want to do a Gary Oldman filmography Fantastic. because Gary Oldman is one of those actors who you know you've seen but you don't know you've seen he's great he's amazing he's absolutely phenomenal if he doesn't win an Oscar for Darkest Hour there will be a hell to pay yeah. there will because by all accounts it's the best portrayal of Churchill and the best film ever mm. um, in terms of uh, of his filmography I'm already very excited to watch Darkest Hour just yeah. from some of the interviews that Gary uh, Oldman has done uh, yeah. over the past few weeks, uh, obviously to promote the movie. But uh, Have you seen the video, just very quickly, have you seen the video of him doing James Brown? Yes. As dressed dancing, as, as Winston uh, Churchill. <laughs> dancing Churchill. That's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> that's just unreal. So, um, so yeah, so that's, 
that that's what we're going to do next week. So it's all going to be Gary Oldman filmography. We're going to throw in a couple of facts in there about Mr. Oldman as well. Mm. Um, we may even try and interview him. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but you know, we can all wish, can't we? He's definitely on my um, on my wish list to to interview or to even speak to and kind of fanboy with. But you know, mm. it is what it is. Um, so yeah. Uh, just before we sign off, there's a couple of Comic-Cons coming up locally here in Peterborough that if you haven't got tickets for, please do. So I want to uh, tell you about Kettering and Cambridge. Uh, Kettering is in February and Cambridge is in April. Get your tickets now. Kettering has one of my all-time favourite heroes in it, and that is Rufio. I am psyched to go and see <laughs> Rufio. There are loads of other guests there as well, some really top guests at both of them, to be honest. Um, Kettering and Cambridge have some amazing guests. So please, please buy tickets to go and see that if you are here in the UK because you won't be disappointed. And it's very well priced as well. You know, Geekology have done a real good job at keeping the prices down in terms of, um, you know, entrance fees and and everything. So please buy your tickets. There won't be any on the door. They are close to selling out. So please do that. I also want to just mention a film festival that we are doing here in Peterborough that um, will be happening in August. It's called the Lowdown Film Festival, which you can find on Twitter at LowdownFF and on Facebook at LowdownFF. So please keep a lookout for that. We will be giving more information about that as and when we can. But needless to say, it is going to be one of the biggest physically um, Mm. and most unique film festivals you will ever find here in the UK. Um, Actually, it will be the most unique Mm. in the UK and the largest in terms of size uh, and what we're going to do. So, uh, so definitely keep hold, keep an eye out for that. If you are following us on Twitter, thank you very much. If you're not, you can find us on all of our social media at the FTV Show on Twitter, at FTV Show on Facebook, and Instagram is Film and TV Show. Um, that's it. Gary Oldman next week coming. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> So that's everything uh, for tonight. Thank you very much for listening. If you are on the podcast, you guys are awesome. Please share it with your friends. Leave us a review as well. That would be great. If you want to DM us with any uh, any of your own personal overrated films, absolutely go for it because I'm sure there's loads we've missed. Exactly. I'm sure yeah. there are loads we've missed. Um, <laughs> but that's it. Thank you very much, Alex. No problem. And uh, I'll see you again next week. There is one more thing. It's been emotional.
in the canyons that'll never fade away. The ballads in the barrooms left by those who came before. They say we gotta want it more. So I bang on every door. Sing the song, a small town kid will come along. That'll be the thing to push your money. 